0: And we are here on the pre-show for episode 469, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sometime in the beginning of July 2018. The 7th, I believe. The 7th, yes. And, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Stuff. Let me ask you this question. Yes. Why do you think it is that it's... When I see a lot of people uh, trying to debunk, like, trying to put creationist stuff from a science perspective, it's almost always engineers. Why is it engineers who get into these weird... <laughs> like, As opposed to like other a,
0: kinds of science? Yeah,
1: like a lot, a lot of the you know, engineers are the people who are arguing against evolution. evolution. Engineers are the people who are arguing...
0: Instead of biologists. Yeah. I don't know. What is it about engineering that, that people think, oh, now that I have this... Probably because engineering is a, a field of technology where everything is pretty well understood. Yeah. I mean, there's... Sure, there's some things, like, you know, when you're designing a building or mm-hmm. a bridge, you might miscalculate and not have enough supports and it might fall down or something. But generally, that stuff's well known.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, you have to have a good understanding of kinematics to be an engineer. You have to... You know, so you to so understand things that come... You know, the very, very uh, specific laws to how things work. Uh, and... um but like' here's here's an engineer an engineer a mechanical engineer who's trying to argue that Newton's third law of motion is debunked. rockets don't work in the vacuum of space. I haven't watched this at all. just this is on the bad science reddit
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh i'm just i'm, I'm amazed, but it' always seems to be engineers who are arguing for this type of stuff like the engineers are people who are doing like flat earth stuff too. <laughs> I'm an engineer.
0: I don't know maybe it's because
1: I think I think it's uh an example of um uh dunning uh, Kurt dunning Kruger Kruger effect where yeah. you know you, you you think you have this this intelligence that that gives you smarts about all this other stuff yeah maybe anyway maybe, maybe we'll watch that at the post show i'm I'm curious to to what his argument is
0: for rockets
1: yeah. How, how, how the third law of motion is debunked. Uh, mechanical engineer apparently, according to the comments, tries to argue Newton's third law doesn't apply if you have nothing to push against. Hence, rockets cannot work in space; They cannot push against themselves in a the vacuum. But you're pushing against the rocket by hmm. throwing your momentum out. I mean, it's just... It's momentum exchange. Hmm. No.
0: Well, it's the thing, right? They're imagining... They're thinking it's more like a sail, right? Or an inverse Mm sail, where you have a fan, and you're blowing against a sheet, and when it hits the sheet, it pushes you away from the sheet. Right. I'm guessing. Because if you think of... If you get caught in that kind of thought process, then... Well, yeah, you're shooting the stuff out, but it's never going to hit anything. So well, That would pushing? make
1: you think that if you're in a closed car and you turn a fan on, it should push the car forward. Right?
0: That's like the argument behind the EM yeah. drive people who are saying... So, I, actually, I wanted to bring up the EM drive. DigiKey, their website for buying oh. electronic components. And, you know, the Twitter is mostly just promotional stuff. But they posted a story from early last year about scientists are buzz about the EM drive.
1: Now, like, uh, I mean, the idea behind the EM drive is essentially you're you're sitting in a in a, in a in a car and you're throwing ping pong table ping pong balls at the windshield and expecting that to get you
0: moving. Well, that's, ping, ping pong balls that interact with the Earth's magnetic field.
1: <laughs> well, that's that's what they've they've been finding is that it's actually a re, uh, the again yeah, the latest thing I saw was that it seems to be related to uh, a. The Earth's magnetic field, and that's why there's there's a, a, like a minuscule amount of, of mm-hmm. thrust, and so it's it won't work anywhere except for in something with a large magnetic field,
0: right? I think it's it's worthy research, right? Cause sure. I mean, if it, there's some kind of breakthrough there, then that's the answer.
1: If, if there's some amazing breakthrough where, where the, the laws of motion don't apply like we thought they did, and that's that's extraordinary. It's definitely worth looking at. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, we pretty much know this, this is how things work. I mean, it would take a, a lot more than one little device doing this to yeah. change well, our I mean, perception. Look, look at
0: everything that's broken the laws of physics in the last in our lifetime is practically but at least in the last couple of years right the faster than the light neutrinos the uh, EM drive right they've all have been sussed like, out they've all been sussed out to be problems in the experiment
1: mm-hmm. yeah uh, i mean and this would the EM drive would not be a problem in the well it would be a problem in the experiment in that it would be
0: something not accounted for right Right, and with the neutrino one, it was a network connection. Right, mm-hmm. I mean, so I just I the, the photon
1: anomaly—the the thing that was remember the member the seven hundred and fifty GeV particle—that that, that mm-hmm. was just statistical anomaly. That was the kind of thing that happens, and and so, mm-hmm. um, and and you know, all everyone got super excited about it, and I was like, I, I was—I mean, I was guided by other scientists who were saying this it wasn't like I was the only one saying, but I was like, you know, this there's this, this been like seventy things of this and. And we haven't and if you look at the numbers closely and you look especially with the uh, look elsewhere effect it didn't look promising at all, so it was one of the things where it just i mean statistical anomalies are going to happen when you 're building up statistics
0: right yeah, so when you find a, a well a good scientist right when they find a oh really <laughs> or, well that's weird mm-hmm. the good scientists are going to figure out where they fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I mean And if they exhaust all of their abilities and still can't find where they fucked up. And that's usually when we start to hear about it. Right. And that, and, and then they enlist the rest of the community to tell them where they fucked up. To
1: to the opera community's credit, that that's what they did, mm-hmm. but there was such a backlash on it that the guy in charge of opera had to resign. Mm-hmm. But oh, really? I mean if you if you read the paper, it was very preliminary. It was like we keep seeing this, we keep checked all we checked all these things, we checked it for errors We are not saying this is this is a discovery, but we can't account for this. You know, help us essentially. (laughs) Help us what we're
0: missing. Help us find what we're missing.
1: But it it, it ignited so much like furor. I think it's it's more indictment of the way the particle community, the particle physics community, is in right now, in that they're trying to find something, anything. The, the latest is there's there's a, a very interesting anomaly in uh, some of the neutro- neutrino experiments that seems to suggest something um, that that there is an, there is an excess of so there's a uh, the the experiment is that they're trying to detect muon neutrinos from a rea- from a reactor and they're detecting an excess of electron neutrinos. We know that neutrinos can oscillate. Mm-hmm. But, the, based on how we think that they would oscillate, what the standard model says, there's an excess of, of you know, there, that can be accounted for. And the current, like, best fit right now is is uh, a sterile neutrino option, which would be a, a fourth type of neutrino, which would definitely put a lot of weird uh, kinks into the standard model as it exists right now. It's not, like, insurmountable, but it's, <laughs> there's, it would be a new... Something new. But uh, right now it's still kind of up in the air. But that's it. I mean, just little, like mostly, you know, filling in a little other thing. Not, nothing, no new major physics has come out of this. Right.
0: I mean, we, there hasn't been any new major physics, like new fundamental particles or anything like that.
1: Well, the Higgs I mean, they boson... they the discovered. Higgs, the Higgs they've... boson was, was, you know thought to be, you know, it was predicted back right. in the 60s. Yeah,
0: they observed them. Mm-hmm. Right, but there's been very little innovation in the field. Well, there's been plenty of innovation but it's all
1: backwards. It's all without having any um, yeah. any connect to, to experiment. So okay. it's all just it's, it's not science. It's just uh, playing around with math. But it has no relation to to reality. It's not physics. Okay. I mean, to me, physics is about reality. If it's, if it's not about reality, then it's not physics. It's something else. You can make up all types of interesting models and things like that, but if it doesn't in some way talk about what reality is doing as we measure it. Metaphysics. Right, yeah, metaphysics. Yeah, so anyone who talks about multiple universes or uh, things like that, the only mul- the only multiverse that i will accept is the idea that beyond our cosmological horizon there's more that seems to be totally like that is totally acceptable to me <laughs> that there's more beyond our cosmological horizon that we will never interact with because it's mm-hmm. uh, beyond the speed of light from us that's a multiverse like a, a, it's called a level 1
0: <laughs> right that's an interesting way to think of it, because really, what's the, you know, like, the question is, like, you know, what's the difference, man, of this kind of multiverse versus mm-hmm. another kind of multi- yeah, right, multiverse, yeah. right? And not as much as you might think, right off the top? It, you know, I mean, so it w- I guess the pro- general properties of the universes are the same, but they're in two different light, sh- light cones, right? Yeah, right. Or I guess I guess the other way you would describe a multiverse is it could have different properties.
1: Right, a multiverse of the of, of other kinds could have different properties, mm-hmm. or could be copies of our universe in the past, but going to the future, ev- evolve differently.
0: Yeah, that one's a little too that religious one's, for me. They're
1: all very that's very that's
0: religious. that's wishing for. <laughs> more it's wishing for the, more the, the people
1: who would argue for it the, pe- the people who are really supportive of it would argue that in fact it's t- it's making as few assumptions as possible I don't think that they're, they're that that's true uh, I think that they're, they're making more assumptions than they think they were but they, they're saying simply take if you take the wave function as something that actually exists then you you are forced into a situation where multiple things can evolve from a wave function, and if you just simply say, okay, well, then they all do evolve. Oh, as that. So, like, there are different multi-
0: resonances or different echoes of the same initial perturbance or something like that? Yeah,
1: it's, it, it's kind of more complicated than that. It, it's like if you look at the world line of a particle as it evolves uh, and as it interacts, it, it splits. And so the universe splits. So there's a core sort of universe, and everything kind of starts branching off of that. So it's not the idea is not the creation of universes, but rather that universes are continuously branching out of. uh, Right. It's it's dumb. Uh, That's not to say that the current physics we have isn't dumb. It's it's just it it works. Uh, I mean, yeah. The, the The problem is, of course, when I say there are twenty five particles, the standard model, uh, and and that's and, and and they all interact in these ways, and you can define them with with this mathematical object. Is that really that much different from oh, there's a magical a magical tree of universes? And, and is, is it really is it really that much different? What I'm describing? I don't know. I, I, I don't think so.
0: I want to know how many of the 20 particles you could name off the top of your head. I can name them all. All of them? Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, okay, so there's the. What? Right. When we go? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Well, there's uh, six quarks, right? There's the up quark, there's a the down quark, there's the top and the bottom quark, and there's Charm and Strange. Those are six. There are six leptons. Uh, there's the, the electron, the muon, and the tauon. And they each have their uh, neutrinos. There's the electron neutrino, the uh, muon neutrino, and the tau neutrino. There you go, there's 12. There are five bosons, four gauge bosons. The uh, Okay, so here's where it gets a little complicated. This, this is where the, the, the thing gets in. There are actually 12 gauge bosons, because there are eight gluons of each of the various colors. So there's a red a gluon, a, a green gluon, glu, blue gluon, white gluon, and the antimatter, anti-red, anti They're not technically, well, it's it's, anti red, anti white, anti green, and anti blue. So those are eight gluons there. So that's six, six, eight. So we have uh, 20 20 now. now. Uh, Then we have um, the boson. So we have the photon gauge boson, the uh, W plus and minus. So two is a positive and a negative charge W. Uh, And then there's the. the Z boson and finally the scalar Higgs that's it that's it all there and there's the antimatter versions of those the bosons don't really count as okay. antimatter so they're the the, um, the fermions have antimatter versions of themselves
0: I see that's it wow <laughs> wow
1: So yeah, uh, there was a little fight we had. <laughs> <laughs> I guess people are calling it a fight. I mean, uh, it did it did what I wanted it to do, which is get you to post the show.
0: You know what you don't want to talk about it? Uh, it didn't because I I was planning on posting the show after soccer on Tuesday night, and I didn't post it because I was so pissed off.
1: <laughs> you posted the next day. Yeah. Uh, it, it was... The reason why I posted it was because... Um, I, I, I accept that Jeff is busy. Like, I get it. You're busy all the time. But I saw the tweets about... Oh, I'm going to get... Look at, look at all these beers I'm getting... <laughs> Like, uh, I'm going to get six of these uh, enjoy buys, her, oh. her. And I was like, well, post the show. <laughs> you, you, I mean, if, you're, if, you're, if you have the time to tweet, you can post the show that, that you've I been sitting time, on for a week and a half.
0: If I have time to go to dinner with the family, I can't post the show then.
1: If you have time to tweet about how you're getting a great deal on beers, it feels I'm like... I'm sitting at dinner. You have time to post a show that you've been sitting on for a week
0: I, and a half. First off. No, maybe not first off, but... I don't post the show until I'm able to dedicate enough attention to make sure I don't fuck it up. Because you get even madder when I fuck it up. Sure, true. true. And I yeah, did that's not a point. That's have time to post it with enough attention as is necessary prior to Tuesday night. Okay. I, I, I accept that. And going what was it, it was so that was Tuesday for dinner Max and Heather wanted to go to House of a Thousand Beers so we went to the House of a Thousand Beers, Max likes the what did he order there, I forget but um, so yeah, I was tweeting about the Enjoy Buy because it was the day before it expired so I figured I would ask if there was a discount because I don't know if Stone buys them back or what And there was a 20% discount buying the Enjoy Buys on the last day. But it's not like I could have been doing anything else other than eating dinner with the family.
1: I didn't know that. I mean, you can see how it looks to me, right? I mean, put yourself in my shoes.
0: I post a show when I have enough time to make sure I don't fuck it up.
1: Typical. Um, I mean, I I don't have anything more to say. It's just uh, there's there's some there's some question about whether uh, is there. I mean, it feels like it feels like what we should do is work together on a way to get these things up quicker because that would be. A better way instead of just going back and forth on this thing can we work together to find some solution to get the to get the shows up quicker or to uh, improve your tools such that we can put them up quicker
0: yeah maybe It still storm still, still takes more effort than when i was on the mac i gotta figure out how to get the tools on the windows to, to make it easier tell
1: me what tools you need and I'll look and I'll because and I'll, I have more time than you do so tell me what tools you need and I'll look for the stuff that perhaps will fit the bill mm-hmm. that is a better solution than, than us going back and forth getting angry at each other yeah cool uh, the other thing was they talked about our our naming scheme <laughs> But yeah, um, that was, who was it who said that? It was Dave who said yeah. that did we, the title sequence didn't end with Never Gonna Brew Around and desert You, which, I mean, that would have been cool if we had dessert beers. <laughs> right? If you had a show lined up, <laughs> I would have been all for it. If I had played that one <laughs> right. of a game. Mm-hmm.
0: That's probably, I mean, I don't know if I would have put dessert in there, but it's probably very close to what the title would have been, right? <laughs> I mean, there's only so many beer puns you can take <laughs> on that. On the next line of never going to give you up. Um, the funny thing is that I basically came up with the the next title. Like, you know, Greg had that; he was riffing on the idea. But you know, me, who I'm not allowed to write titles anymore, <laughs> kind of came up with that one. So,
1: yeah, it's true. Jeff, I mean, he's very specific about what that title should should be. So he does have input, but uh, you know, he does have editorial input. But he no longer <laughs> gets to uh, deign the direction in which the title would be going. Okay. Uh, what else? Anything else? Mm-hmm. Anything interesting happened this week that's not politics?
0: Um the um I watched the second season of glow mm better than the first season. I really liked it um because it gets more into character stories and less about you know sexy women wrestling mm. and, and Mark Maron like you know his his character arced right where he starts out like just like you know sleazy pr- promoter guy. And you can kind of, you know, in this season, he kind of turns into a real person and whatnot. So, um, I really like this season of Glow.
1: Cool. Well, like I said, I recommend The Expanse if you get a chance. Mm-hmm. Chance for The Expanse. You can watch it on Amazon.
0: I actually, it's, I still have, I'm subscribed to it on Sick Beards or Sick Rage. So. Oh, okay. So you probably have. That's, we didn't talk about that, right? I redid my media center. Oh, no. Uh, so I had an old AMD APU-based system probably had it when i probably got it when i was at netapp so it was probably like 9 10 mm. 11 years old and a couple things went wrong with it first off more and more of the tv shows i was getting were h.265 and it couldn't decode mm. h.265 it would be slow and out of sync and then another thing was i think a temperature sensor went on it because the fans started running at full bore all the time and even then, the thing was still, like, on fire. So some something was making it get hot. So with that $400 from the airplane flight, I was looking on Amazon, like, maybe I get a new Media Center PC, and Intel makes those nooks, and, you know, there was nothing that really caught my fancy. And I was like, I wonder if a Raspberry Pi can do that. And I looked, and Raspberry Pi's, the latest two versions, have hardware decoding for each 265. And, you know, HL264 and things below it. So it doesn't take much CPU power if it has hardware decoding for it. And then one of the things I've known about for a very long time, but I never wanted to overturn the Apple cart of my old system, was um, a, media, a media library manager called Plex. Oh, yeah, I'm running that at home. And, oh, man, am I, was I miss Like, I don't even know what I was missing out. You can stream stuff to your devices now. You can go get yeah, you anywhere. Yeah, right? Get it anywhere on the internet, you know. Yeah, I
1: I didn't. I got the the home version because I don't want. Yeah,
0: I haven't paid yet. So for the stream to your devices, you can pay like the monthly fee to unlock it for all devices, or you can do an in-app purchase on the Plex app for like one device. You know, it's like four bucks or five bucks. So if you just wanted to work on your iPhone, Hmm. right, you could do the in-app purchase on that. Um, you can stream it to Chromecast. It so like all around better like I can get it to more TVs in my house now Mm -hmm. more easily than I could before Um, and then I you know I bit the bullet and redid the TV downloader and the usenet stuff and all that and all that Uh, still working out some of the kinks Um, and I switched from sick beard to sick rage which is like a port that still gets fresh development as opposed to sick beard which has been abandoned it looks like so that's a
1: i don't know if you if, remember our, our site used to be on drupal mm-hmm. and drupal
0: is like now full of bugs that people exploit yeah yeah no, it, it was always a yeah still bug keeps on it was always for at least from my point of view it wasn't an unknown right because yeah there's drupal sites that don't get patched and there's pad, you know, they put out security updates, so you know it's not that hard to go figure out what the hole was and exploit it. But yeah, Drupal's just, uh... and yeah, with this latest redesign, I just, you know, it was. I don't want an active website. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want anything that I have to worry about right. exploitation, and exploitation, and patches right now. So like, the only way content gets into the website is over secure shell, and there's no active stuff on it. Guess much
1: else done. Yeah. Uh, it's. I, mean, I remember when my niece was first born, and I created a, a site using Drupal to upload pictures. And you know, I left it, you know, and hadn't updated it mm-hmm. for for months. And I got some email saying, "Why are you, why are you sending me stuff?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And apparently, there was there was somebody who hacked my Drupal and was using it to send shit. Yeah. So I basically thanked them and said,
0: I'm gonna shut it down. The um when I was doing you know, a long time ago when I had the Greyhound, right? Guinness. I had Guinness was doing work for going on Greyhounds and I was running their website. The website was a Drupal site. And you know, I was Greyhound died, but they still never got anyone new to do the website for years and years. So I was just like doing small things here and there. And it got into this whole... This is the biggest problem with Drupal that I had when CBR was on it and when JeffBear.com was on it was you'd install a bunch of Drupal add-ins and then Drupal would rev their version and then, you know, some of the add-ins that you use that you have to use, that you need are abandoned mm-hmm. and never get updated. So, like, you're in this, like, can't upgrade the site or you have to unwind these add-ins. And it was such a nightmare. But the Going Home Greyhound site was on, like, Drupal 5.0 probably like seven years and it was never hacked in any apparent way like it was unbelievable that like (laughs) it never caught the attention of hackers because it was probably like a piece of cake to get in like the Mm. front door was wide open yeah and then just last year they moved the website somewhere else and got someone else to do it finally nice nice
1: yeah. So you want to get out to uh, drinking? Yeah, sure. Let's drink.